I'm Chris McDonough, a retired homicide detective. I've interviewed thousands of people, from serial killers to ministers. Welcome to the interview room. Welcome to the interview room, everybody. Time to take a seat. As always, coming to you from an undisclosed location. At TIR, we follow the evidence wherever it takes us on a case. All parties are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. All opinions are welcomed here. We only ask that you keep them safe, classy, and honest. A special shout out to our team, Miss Sophia, Maui Girl, Mimi J2, and Teresa M. Always keeping things classy. Please respect them as our mods. A lot going on tonight. Tonight, we're gonna to cover the Nevada County Sheriff's Office reports in the passing of Kylie Rodney. Tonight is a very sensitive topic and we will approach this with dignity and respect. We ask that you do the same. If you've not had a chance yet, please get over to Rumble and subscribe over there. We've got some exclusive content on the TIR channel. Most recently, communal narcissism. You'd love it. So grateful that everybody's here this evening. As you come in, we have some new members. Thank you, Diana. Thank you, Wild Angel. I <laughs> love that name. Miss Sophia, as always, thank you, Diana Curry. Thank you, Lila and Amy. Each and every one of you are appreciated and we are grateful to each of you. Because of you, we can move mountains of justice for families and for victims. Well, welcome everybody. So grateful each and every one of you are here. Um, a shout out to all of our friends 
coming in from um, Australia, the over in the pond and uh, Canada and North America as a whole. So grateful that all of you are here and our friends in Florida who most recently went through that horrific Hurricane Ian. Um, we're just so uh, appreciative that you're able to make it in. And uh, we have folks here from Tan uh, Tanzania, I think I just saw. Let me see here. Let me go back here. I just saw one come through. Tasmania. Tasmania. Wow. Shay, welcome. It's good to have you here, friend. It's good to have you here. A good day from uh, our friends in Canada. Hello. Much love from Florida. We appreciate each and every one of you. Well, as everybody knows, um, I always wait towards, uh, you know, the end of these critical incidences like this to where we start weighing in. And Annika from Sweden, thank you. Um, and we're going to do that tonight. I reached out to a couple of my friends, uh, spoke at length about the uh, reports that have been now published and in the in the news and of course uh, the most important one here obviously we're we're talking about a family that has lost uh, a beloved member a very young one um and the folks that i talked to though i reached out obviously to billy and by the way he has a family commitment uh they came up at the last moment but he's going to be here probably next weekend uh and so um you know, hold your breath on that one. We've got a bombshell information coming out on the D. Warner case. That's quite frankly, it's going to blow some people, blow their minds. Um, so he's been uh, going 100 miles on that, but he had uh, some family members come in and uh, he sends his love and his best as always. <clears throat> so I reached out to a couple of MEs uh, on the latest reports. Uh, that came out, uh, some of the investigative reports as well as the uh, coroner's report up there uh, in the Nevada County Sheriff's Office. So we're going to go over that tonight. Just uh, I'm not going to go over the nitty gritty in terms of, you know, the actual autopsy as a whole. I don't think that's necessary. Um, I'm going to cover, you know, the highlights uh, of the case in relationship to what the authorities are reporting and how that is interpreted um, from, you know, not only from a, an investigative law enforcement perspective, but uh, from, uh, you know, an outside agency uh, medical examiner's perspective looking in. And, and Billy did, Hawaii, Palm Mom, I don't know if you had a chance, anybody, to see uh, Billy on uh, the Discovery documentary about D. Warner. If you haven't, uh, you can still see it. It's on the Discovery ID. And I think, I believe the name of the show has disappeared, uh, but they picked it up and, um, you know, now I got to get the guy's autograph. I don't know, you know, how that rolls, you know, he and I, he's like, you want it? I said, nope, I'm fine. I'll just do the YouTube thing and uh, keep staying in the background on some of these other capers out there. Um, but anyway, uh, tonight we're going to review uh, the autopsy report. I, uh, you know, I spoke to some very, very, very respected um, medical examiners through the Cold Case Foundation. Uh, and I have uh, some comments from them. And so I think you're going to find it, uh, you know, pretty interesting. Uh, a lot of people, you know, have been beating this case 
uh, in so many different directions. There's been, quite frankly, there's been some great work uh, from some other creators, uh, you know, who found some cameras and stuff. And and quite frankly, you know, uh, I will tell you, Gray Hughes did a great job looking at some of the cameras around uh, where the car went in the water. Um, and, you know, I call it as I see it. Uh, he did he did good stuff. So if you've not had a chance, uh, go see it. Uh, Janelle, we're going to talk about that. Uh, what at the lung show? Um, I'm not an MD, but I consulted with uh, doctors on this. And I think you're going to find it pretty interesting of what uh, what they weighed in. Uh, and so uh, that said, Let's talk, uh, you know, first of all, let's set some ground rules for all of us. Uh, you know, this is a sweet child uh, of a family who is grieving deeply, and they've asked in a press release uh, that we, you know, are respectful in relationship to how we uh, handle this. Um, Karen and I know what that feels like. Uh, as many of you know that, you know, our son passed away in 2003 and he was 20. So as a result of that, uh, the depth of pain that they are suffering uh, is unimaginable. And many here in our uh, TIR community are also uh, victims of um, these tragic situations. Um, so first thing I want to cover is just kind of, you know, general ground rules. This is the, the press release here. Obviously, and they've asked, you know, up, you know, the utmost respect for the family members uh, who are going through this. Um, and I also want to just kind of reiterate, there are a couple of different investigations going on. And number one is you have the Nevada County Sheriff's Office. Then within that Sheriff's Office, you have the Coroner's Office. And... Then within that, you have uh, the FBI. And with that, then you also have the California Highway Patrol, their um, accident uh, team. And each one of these agencies, one of them being, you know, with one within another, i.e. the sheriff and the Nevada County coroner. And then, but the other two independents uh, are going to come up with a report. And so this report, uh, the very first uh, page that we see here uh, in this report, it says um, who identified her, gives the detective's name, and then it says cause of death, drowning. Uh, and we'll get into that. I don't want to, you know, start off with a with a right hook already from everybody in the chat. So you'll be patient tonight. Uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to talk about that. Okay. So this is just kind of a face sheet, right? That's what we call it. Uh, it's just a general cover sheet. Uh, gives, uh, you know, the final classification up at the top. Uh, it says accident up in the upper left-hand corner up there. Uh, that is a classification. Now this is their report. This is not the CHP's report. That is still coming. Okay, so everybody tracking me there right now? So 
you know, don't, don't jump to conclusions that this is the final one. No, there's more. In fact, if we go to the next page here, um, okay, this is the autopsy records. It's basically just saying that uh, drowning was um, listed. But if we go to this page here, uh, the first thing we see is uh, the place of death, the time uh, was located in a 2013 Honda CRV, and it gives her plate. Uh, and then the cause of death underneath there, under medical information, you see that I highlighted down there. It says pending investigation. Now, what that means is this case is not over. Okay, the missing persons case is over, and the autopsy is finished. And the, the manner and cause of death has been given. But the CHP has not finished their report yet. And the, you'll notice that the car in here was transported to the FBI first. And the reason for that is obviously they're wanting to make sure that they've crossed all the T's and dotted all the I's in their evidence recovery process, okay? So at this point, until the CHP and the autopsy, or excuse me, the CHP come back and declare that it's an accident, 100%, this was an accident, then this investigation is still ongoing. Okay, the acronym for CHP is the California Highway Patrol. When they come in and say, our accident report is, con in, is completed and we uh, show A, B, C, and D, and that is attached to the Nevada County Sheriff's Office report, and both of them declare that it's an accident, then that's what it is. And so at this point now, we go to the next page. And in here, we see that there was a female descendant, uh, decedent was located within the cargo space of a vehicle. And she was reported to, Kylie Rodney was reported to have been driving. So he, was, he responded at the position. Uh, there, there was a white female located in the rear cargo department. The right leg of the descendant of the decedent was against the pillar of the back seat, resting near the headrest. The remainder of, of the decedent was behind the seats and not visible from the outside of the vehicle. Now let's always remember that the vehicle was upside down when AWP discovered the car. So it's going to be critical in this report to see consistencies in relationship to lividity. And, and I'm going to point that out to you. Okay. Um, and so now we jump down to the vehicle. It was going to be towed by the F FBI um, and taken to the facility in Sacramento for additional processing. That's the par paragraph down. It's uh, close to the bottom where it says vehicle there. So the vehicle was taken by the feds, their evidence response team, 
and they did some additional evidence work on it. So Kylie had been removed. The vehicle was sent to the evidence response team. And then this investigator, the coroner investigator, was advised the vehicle would then be returned to the Truckee California High Patrol Office for their vehicle accident investigation team to perform their investigation. So it's right there in black and white on this report. There are two additional reports pending that would probably be coming out. Now, on the bottom there, on the below that, it says case disposition. This case is pending the forensic pathologies, findings, the identification, and cause of death. So this is from the coroner. Okay. Everybody with me so far? Okay. Looks like we are. Okay, the next page then. On August 23rd at 1020, this, the, the investigator here received a call from their supervisor advising there had been a positive ID of this sweet girl. He then notified the parents who wanted to be told on the phone if it was their daughter and he advised them of that, asking if they would prefer he come in person. And they wanted to know right then and there. I know that feeling. I wanted to know as well. Okay, so then we go to the next page. This is recovered jewelry from the child from the medical examiner's office the Placer County Morgue. And the detective who did this was also the one who positively identified Kylie. Okay. The coroner and the sheriff, yes, they are in the same office. All right, so now we go to the next page. In this page, or in this one, the second paragraph, well, the first paragraph talks about the detective that actually attended the autopsy, but there were a whole bunch of people at the autopsy, not just this detective. Hang on, let me see if I can uh, find out how many other folks were there. It's on one of my other sheets here. I'll get it here in a minute. There were a whole bunch of people there. Um, FBI was there. CHP was there. Sheriffs were there. Um, all kinds of folks were there. Let's see here. One, two, two detectives from the Nevada County Sheriff's Department. One, two, Two from the FBI. Uh, let's see here. One, two, and look like two from CHP. So there were six law enforcement folks, two from each agency. 
present during the autopsy. So in this particular report here, the investigator says, I've recently reviewed the pathological final report of autopsy, which lists the cause of death in this case as drowning. There were no other significant contributing conditions listed. I conferred with the detective, the detective on the scene, who told me there was no indication of foul play regarding the criminal investigation into the death of Kylie. The manner of death in this case has been determined to be accidental, closed accident. Now this is from the sheriff's office. So the FBI, when we see their reports, may conclude there was no additional evidence that showed foul play in regards to criminal investigation or to a criminal investigation. So at this point, we have to wait. But this, this uh, investigator here is saying that the cause of death is drowning and the manner of death is accidental. All right. So now we go to the next page and it, I put this in here because this is a short sample of 178 tests that the NMS labs do, and they're out of Pennsylvania. This is not the whole list. And on this list, though, you'll see that fentanyl is in there. Uh, and if you go through that list, there is all kinds there are all kinds of medications, uh, both synthetic and, you know, manufactured, that this test number, and that's the key to this particular test here is the number, 8052TI. 8052TI gives you the results of 178 potential problems within the body. Now they had, they had drawn liver tissue samples and they still have it and they're gonna hold it up to a year if necessary. Okay. So 8052 Tom Ida. If you go to the MS labs, you can look up that number and that is the test that they ran. It's basically a catch-all of everything. And then they had some one-offs where they checked for, you know, other stuff. But they had the positive presumptive findings of ethanol, nicotine, caffeine, codeine, uh, codeine, which is basically, um, it, it, it's a chemical that occurs after vaping or smoking anything into the system, and delta-9 THC. So basically a small amount, uh, nanograms actually, of THC. Okay. Those are the findings. The next report here just gives us 
the detailed findings in relationship to the specimen, and then it gives you results and the reference comments down on the bottom, it says Delta 9 THC, the principal psychoactive ingredient of marijuana hashish, and is the inactive metabolite of THC. So this is a metabolite that occurs when it's ingested. And then ethanol from the liver tissue, the doctor or the lab lays out ethanol, it occurs through drinking, is a central nervous system depressant and can cause effects such as impaired judgment, reduced alertness and impaired muscular coordination. Ethanol can also be produced of decomposition, uh, can be a product of decomposition and uh, degradation of the biological sample. So in this case, she was underwater for quite some time. Uh, I'm going to say that the ethanol, and I talked to a couple of the docs about it, they agreed that the ethanol is probably a result, uh, these, these results, because of the decomp process. Okay. All right, so then we go to the next one. This is just a summary of report limits. So basically, uh, the lab has to put this out to say, look, you know, this is some of the limits that our machines will, will get to uh, presumptively. But if you go over these limits, you're going to have to get more tests. And if you want to do those tests, there's another number for it. And on this one, you'll see 50014T. I, uh, it talks about cocaine and metabolites. And then they have others, alcohol, et cetera. And it goes down this list. And then they also have a test uh, under the 8052TI, which is this test. Uh, that comes from the liver uh, sample. But either of these, any of these tests would give us the presumptive positives that they reported. Okay. Now, I'm going to be very sensitive to this part of this report. I am not going to read a lot of this because it's not necessary. Uh, I will just tell you that the first paragraph here shows that she was fully dressed when they found her. Fully dressed. No evidence, no evidence of any type of assault in the SA arena. That's good news. Fentanyl was tested. I just saw somebody say no fentanyl. It is part of that 178 analysis test that they ran. And the number of that test, again, for folks to go back and look it up themselves, is 8052TI, Tom Ida. And somebody can put that in the chat. And you can go to the MSN. MS Laboratories, you can type in that number, test number, 
and it will show you they test for 178 products, including multiple types of fentanyl, not only across the counter, but synthetic. Okay, so going back to the clothing, um, it talks that she was dressed, her, um, all of her garments were, were in shape except for m missing one sneaker, uh, which they recovered and put it in with her when they transported her. The next page. Now, I'm, I also want to also point out one other thing. Uh, I didn't put it up on this slide here, but page five, um, we now have this idea of how she was positioned in the vehicle. Okay. Down at the description of the, the head, it says predominantly on the right side consistent with lividity under the effects of decomposition. So basically what, what this is telling us, she was laying on her right side and that lividity was consistent at time of autopsy. And her shoes could have come off when they rotated the car or she could have taken them off. That's possible. It's not unheard of. but there's nothing else taken off of her. Okay. But here is a description of the lividity. So if she was laying on her side, on her right side, we know that now she was laying on somewhere on her right side. Okay. Now, Nevada County Sheriff says drowning. So I reached out and here's their findings. Decedent found in submerged vehicle, which was recovered from inverted position in lake. Postmortem changes consistent with prolonged water submersion, moderate postmortem decomposition. No external or internal evidence of significant injuries. Postmortem toxicology on liver tissue positive for ethanol, possibly all or part from decomposition, nicotine, codeine, not, co, not codeine, cotinine, caffeine, and delta-9s. That cotinine primarily comes from vapes. And, and delta-9 THC. Radiological scans show orthopedic hardware, from an open repair, distal left radius. Cause of death, drowning. Okay. 
show, as I always do, and we do here on the TIR, I asked, I put this in the hands of very well-respected actual medical examiners. And here's what came back. Lung weights are surprisingly low for a case of water uh, inhalation, inhale. It could be a case where decompositional gas forced fluids out. Nothing else in report would explain death. Tox findings are consistent with marijuana use, tobacco use, or nicotine vaping, vaping and coffee drinking. The alcohol level is probably all from decomposition. And here's the kicker now. Noted, the lung weights are low and the description of them doesn't indicate there was excessive fluid in them. Despite this, the circumstances certainly would support a conclusion of drowning. Remember, there is no conclusive test that proves drowning as a cause of death. I could come up with some very far-fetched scenarios that might explain the lack of clear signs of drowning, but it doesn't, but it doesn't look like the investigation information would support them. So there's a couple things being said here. One, the decomposition gases could pull and push the fluids out. Two, the circumstances around this, i.e. everything going on in the investigation, it doesn't look like the investigation is off base, is what he's saying. The totality of the circumstances create an accident and drowning. So until the CHP weigh in, until we hear if there's any other evidence that support anything other than that's inside of this initial report, as I said, early on, I'm going to wait till the talks report comes back. And that's why I'm waiting. There's no trauma to her body at all. None. According to this autopsy report. So there's a lot of theories that we could go with, but I'm not going to do that in a, in a child's death. You know, did she like to sleep in the back of her car? Did she, we don't know if there's text messages. We don't know if there's information that the authorities will release that say, hey, you know, here's a bunch of text messages where she says she's going to sleep it off. What we do know is there were unfortunately products in her system that slowed things down. 
So, well, Nick can say differently, but lividity doesn't lie. <laughs> and neither does Nick. Okay. We respect everybody here, but sometimes it's not always, as I always tell people, it's not always what it looks like. It's not always what it looks like. We have to take, you know, this conspiracy stuff and, and you know, kind of check it in the, in the back for a second, you know, put it in the back of us for a second, and let's wait for the rest now. CHP stands for California Highway Patrol. We're waiting to hear from their accident report. We're waiting to see if there's any correlating evidence in relationship to when the car went to the FBI lab in Sacramento. Okay? So it's hard to accept this could be a tragic scenario. But that could be the truth in totality. And lividity is the discoloration when the blood settles after the heart stops beating. So if you're laying on your, on your right side, this portion of your entire body, the blood's going to settle on that side. And you're going to have, it looks like a, a birthmark on, your, on the side of your body. Okay. It, it is all indications right now. And I'm going to read the last paragraph here from the doc. And he didn't want to be identified because all of the conspiracies out there. And I can't blame him. Okay. But, you, you know, the guy's amazing. He's been doing it 40 years. <laughs> The last paragraph here, you note it. The lung weights are low, and the description of them doesn't indicate there was excessive fluid in them. Despite this, the circumstances certainly would support a conclusion of drowning. Remember, there is no conclusive test that proves drowning as a cause of death. I could come up with some very far-fetched scenarios that, would, that might explain the lack of clear signs of drowning but it doesn't look like the investigation information would support them. And, and even, you know, if we take some of the great stuff that's been done on, you know, over at Gray Hughes, I mean, Gray, he has the doggone car going into the water. And, okay. That's good work. I call it as I see it. So at this point, I'm going to wait. For the CH for the California Highway Patrol report. And. We'll see where it goes. All right, let's take a couple of questions here. Let's take some questions. Okay, the first one. All right, now don't 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 go off on me here. Just you know, let's be patient. 
A question, if she was sleeping in the back, how does she drive her car into the lake? Someone drove the car or pushed the car into the lake. Okay. How does she, if she's sleeping, how does the car get into the lake? What if she's not sleeping? What if she drove into the lake? And lividity would show at the time of death when her heart stops beating. So she would have settled on the right side of her face, according to that report. I hope that answers your question or at least helps. All right, so let's grab some of these. Wow. If that comes back foul play, does that mean second opinion autopsy report? That's up to the family. Great question, Double Rainbows. Was the front passenger side window smashed or was it rolled down? I do not know. I did not see the car. I'm confused. It's confusing that it says in one place that you read cause of dr death drowning and another place under investigation. That's because there are still pending reports, Fern. Okay. The CHP, the FBI reports still need to weigh in. And can somebody uh, keep an eye on all the questions coming in? This is a good example of why these reports are best explained by professionals. Thank you, Tracy. Question, double rama. Is the corner an electric seat? If so, I don't know. You've got to go up there. Yes, typically the sheriff is in elected position and the coroner's office will fall under their jurisdiction. Presumptive findings, great question. That means investigation still ongoing. Uh, is the same pathology used by all states, counties? Uh, typically, yes. With the bruises on the neck, that could be uh, decomposition and or skin slippage. There was no subdural hematoma. There was nothing that showed anything in the head, anything in the neck. The trachea was completely stable. Uh, the rest of the organs were stable and normal. Uh, for a normal child, a normal 16-year-old. Nothing suspicious. Thank you, Stacy. Do we know if the back seats were folded down? I do not, Summer Justice. If she was sleeping in the back, how would she be able to drive herself into the water? I just answered that. How much longer do we have to wait to know the rest? Uh, I don't think it's going to take too much long now. Uh, too much longer now. The CHP uh, will will do their thing, and then we'll get those results. Great question. How did she end up in the hatch? There were windows open. Panic. People panic. And if you have substance on boards, that makes it even worse. It's a, it's sad. Nicole, but, and that is a great question, but it's sad. 
the fire cam video, I have not heard about that uh, and them speaking about it, Arkansas. Thank you. But that is a great video. It's great work. They test for lean. Uh, I'm not sure uh, that would be on a standard test. If you look at the 178 items they check for, maybe it's in there. We'll have to look. What kind of information could the black box reveal? I don't know if the CR-13 had a black box, so I can't answer that. The CHP will answer it for us, Husky. What's your opinion? My opinion is I'm waiting for the CHP to complete their investigation and to tie that with the FBI evidence response team's investigation. At this point, the autopsy report is not indication, there's no indication of trauma and or foul play. That's what the reports are saying. Do you think it's possible she passed out while driving once the car flipped in the water, the body just landed in the lying position? That's absolutely possible. Anything is possible. I've worked 13, I, worked, I spent 13 years in homicide, hundreds of murders. You'd be surprised what I've seen. Wasn't Tyson, why would she drive into a lake at such a slow speed and not be able to jump out or get out? I have no idea. I have no idea. No idea. If anything is possible, then it could still be foul play. Well, we'll see what the CHP come up with. But right now, the medical examiner, and I just had somebody independent of them take a look at the same results, said he, they conclude the same thing that this guy would probably have concluded. You know, I don't think there's some mass conspiracy here on, on behalf of the Nevada County Sheriff's Office you know, to cover up the, the death of a 16-year-old child. That's just my opinion. That's my opinion. I don't know those people up there, but in this one, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going there. Okay. Is every age, uh, every agency involved doing their own reports? Yes. Yes. They will attach them. Circumstances matter. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I've had cases where kids were handed narcotics thinking they were, you know, something else, and they ended up losing their life. And there was a ma there are mass conspiracies around, you know, how that child died. It's sad. It's very sad and make sure we're flagging some of these. Um, wouldn't she have water in her lungs? Beautiful chaos. Okay, I answered that in the very first part of this. Okay. I answered that in the very first part of this. Decos decompositional gas could force fluid out of her lungs. Okay, that is a possibility. Circumstances matter. 
as the body decomps, it unfortunately underwater, it, it expands. Okay? And that means if the, the body is expanding, you know, the medical examiner that I talked to said, you know, it's possible, but we don't know. But it, I've seen it, quote unquote. Right? So we got to look at the totality of the circumstances. Okay. We got to look at the totality. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical examiner, and I don't pretend to play one on YouTube. So anybody with MD degrees or have done thousands of autopsies, weigh in. Please, I'll wait. <laughs> you know, uh, this is a very, very tragic situation for this family. And I think they're, you know, some of the, some of the most important things that we have to always remember out here. And the reason I only do this once a week is to make sure that I cross the T's and I dot the I's. So we're not out here, unfortunately, you know, just these, these parents are suffering. And we'll, we'll wait to see what the rest of the CHP report comes up with. And, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, the, 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 I'm sure they're going to take that all into consideration. This is a good point, Byron. The car took two minutes to sink. Okay, well, they'll take that into consideration. I'm sure of it. If they don't, YouTube will. Evident of the fact that some of the other creators found it. And so that's a good thing. And I agree with you 100%, brother. And thank you for being here. Okay. And, you know, but at this point, you know, I have to also go with this one. Not everything is a conspiracy. Okay. And, you know, the, this report, they've really checked the boxes. And, uh, you know, I'm going to put this back up here again. This is an independent medical examiner who looked at it. And here's, here's what this person says. Lung weights are surprisingly low for a case of water inhalation, i.e. drinking it. It could be a case where decompositional gas forces force fluids out. Nothing else in report would explain the death. Tox findings are consistent with marijuana use, tobacco use, or nicotine vaping and coffee drinking. The alcohol level is probably all from decomposition. He says probably. He didn't say 100%. So there could be alcohol on board. And he says, noted, the lung weights are low and the description of them doesn't indicate there was excessive fluid in them. Despite this, the circumstances certainly would support a conclusion of drowning. Remember, there is no conclusive test that proves drowning as a cause of death. I could come up with some very far-fetched scenarios that might explain the lack of clear signs of drowning, but it doesn't look like the investigative information would support them. So what he's saying there 
is there additional investigative information coming? Just like any other medical examiner, they can always, always write a supplemental to their reports if additional information comes forward. So at this point, even this doctor didn't have that at this point, okay? But all of the tests and everything that we have access to, then at this point, we're going to have to ride that bus right now until additional information comes in, okay? Everybody tracking me on that one? Personal opinion, okay? Let's see here. Kylie wasn't entitled, why would you drive in a lake? Okay, I've, I already answered that. Why would they only use tissue samples from the liver? Because tissue, the liver will hold those samples and the toxicology information necessary uh, the longest. And plus, you're, you know, you've got all kinds of things going on underwater. Dirt, algae leaves, and other contaminants from lake reservoir in the mouth, stomach, and lungs. None noted here. Why? Uh, again. Okay. <laughs> you tell me. I'm not a medical examiner. So, Sherry, apparently, you know, I appreciate your question, but if you got additional information, write a report and submit it to the sheriff's office. Was the emergency break on? We don't know yet, Pam. That's up to the um, CHP. We're going to hear that in that additional report coming. And maybe they'll find the leaves and the algae and all the other stuff in the vehicle. There are photographs. I know that. If Kylie was not extremely, why would Sammy state that over and over again? Okay. Those are teenagers. I don't want to deal with them. Uh, is it possible was done before cremation? I have, uh, that's a great question. I do not know that answer. That is a family decision. There's an 18 summary on this case. Can Chris get this and go over it? You mean this? All 18 pages? Okay, I'll do that tonight. So why did everyone say she was inebriated? Great question, I don't know. You did a great job, thanks. I didn't do anything. All I did, but thank you where the wind blows. I appreciate you very much. Uh, there is, you know, a child here that this report indicates, you know, some real problems. Why wouldn't the path uh, pathologist sign his documents half out of 41 years parent. Okay. Thanks. I appreciate you. Uh, you mean my guy? Because he doesn't want to hear stuff like this. And he's smart. <laughs> but I appreciate you coming in here to stir it up. You, you know, welcome. Welcome to the TIR. It's amazing. 
you know, for, for, forget the fact that the, that he's a medical examiner. You know, why why not why not uh, criticize him, right? What's what's hanging on your wall? The one in the basement, in your in your mom's house, in your video games. Hopefully, something good doesn't say medical examiner on it. But anyway, that said. Okay, our talks reports back. Yes, the talks reports just all came back, and I just went over it. Uh, here, you're going to have to unfortunately go back and uh, watch the replay on this. Okay, so the case is not closed yet. The case is closed from the missing person. Okay, the case from the missing person's perspective. And the sheriff's department felt that there was additional information that needed to go to the um, CHP. So the car first went to the uh, FBI office in Sacramento, and then it was sent to the California Ohio Patrol office. So I'm going to read specifically what the report says. Okay, so let's not let's not miss this piece. I was told the silver 2013 Honda CRV was going to be towed by the FBI. So the people who towed it were the FBI was the FBI. And taken to their facility in Sacramento for additional processing. So the ME the coroner's office and the coroner investigator who has authority over the victim and the body, once the body was removed, then at this point, the vehicle was then taken by the CA, by FBI and it to their facility in Sacramento for additional processing. So that means they were looking for additional evidence just to make sure. That's what that means. And from there, this investigator, i.e. the person that wrote this, I was advised the vehicle will then be returned to the Truckee California High Patrol Office for their vehicle investigation team to perform their investigation. So that means there are two more investigations underway, or at least two more reports underway. Okay? Underway. So that said, okay, this is just the autopsy report and the toxicology. And that is consistent with marijuana, tobacco, nicotine, vaping, and coffee. It's possible the alcohol level is probably from decomposition. Okay.
All right, a pup up, a pup update. Where's Buddy? Bud, come here, come here, Bud. <laughs> He's doing great. He's on his heart meds. And um, he's he's doing just great, okay? So here is my conspiracy cup, because I knew the conspirators would show up tonight. Some other dude, go get one in the merchandise. So all the conspiracy folks that came over to stir the pot, go get yourself a cup, okay? T-I-R, some other dude. <laughs> all right back to uh the tir family we love you guys you're amazing well, i tell you you know we we can't we can, karen and i and d man and our mods we can't say enough about you we we sure appreciate you and that's all we ever ask for here uh on this channel is just be respectful of uh each other and um uh, you know, just take care of each other. We, we've we got enough stuff out there that, uh, you know, there's enough problems out there. So let's see if there's any other logical questions that uh, we could uh, run into. And I'm going to play a little music. Tell me where you're at tonight, everybody. Tell me where you're at. And see if we can flag some questions as they're coming in while this is coming in. Kansas is in the house. Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Northern Cal, NorCal. Thank you, Rand, for being here. 5150. I love it. That's the California code for nut job. I love it. Kentucky's in the house. Love it. Loveland, Colorado, North Carolina, Trina, Sandy, Washington, D.C. Update on Warner next week bombshell trust me boom big stuff ontario canada billy's going to be in the house with us next week also on october 30th over on rumble we've got a special special program planned for you i've got dr ann burgess coming on dr larry simons dr gary bucot these guys are big time big time. Australia's in the house. And we're going to talk about narcissists who are communal in nature, as well as what the future holds for our children. Unfortunately, we can't do it over here. Doesn't hit the guidelines, but we can do it over there. So make sure to get over there, sign in, hit that like button over there as well, and subscription button. But here, hit the subscription button, the like button, and share this with all your friends. Portugal's in the house. Obrigado. Thank you for being here. Seattle, Washington, Alabama. Dr. Ann Burgess, she is a rock star. Love her. She's coming on in a couple of weeks, so it's going to be good. Uh, Claremore, Oklahoma. Love Port Austin. Oh, interesting. Thank you, Amber, for being here. It's good to see Lori from Nashville. Oregon, Gail, 
Thank you for being here tonight. Sweden's in the house. Thank you, Sniper. We sure love you guys. You're, I mean, everywhere. What is Rumble? Rumble's another platform. You have to go. New Zealand. You guys just had a bunch of whales on the beach over there, I saw. How sad is that? They beached themselves. A couple thousand whales. It was so sad. Uh, Utah County, Jamie. All right, so Big Sky Montana, the Rev. Thank you so much for being here. Let's see here. Let's go up here to some of these. All right. How long for blood to settle? Body, bodies float flip on the stomach in a submerged car timing. The blood would have settled twice. Okay, as soon as the heart stops beating, the blood starts settling. So whatever that moment is, when the heart stops beating, the blood will start moving to the lowest point. And then it will settle in. How long does it take for lividity to settle in? Usually between two and four hours, it's starting to really kick off pretty good. But within 24, it's a full set. Great question. How long does it take? I just, all right, hopefully that answered it. Fact-based analysis without wild conjecture. Thank you, Sandra. Uh, I appreciate that. Will the FBI provide a unilateral separate report? They should, at least an evidence report of some sort. Yes. Absolutely, love wins. Great question. Yeah, see, that's, see, and this is where I think, again, this is why I've not covered this case in depth like everybody's, you know, been on it because there is so much more information that we just don't know. And it's going to be coming in on these, you know, supplemental reports from these different agencies. Okay. Great question. Thank you so much for, for that comment, loved ones. Question. Will state patrol investigate take longer because she went over a cliff? Um, it could. Yeah, it could, but they're going to use all kinds of technology. They've got lasers. They got all kinds of stuff. They'll go over that car. You know, it's amazing what they're what they're capable of uh, putting together. These accident reconstructionists, uh, I mean, they're amazing. They're amazing. They have a gift. They have a gift, and they have the tools. And or truck traffic report are conflicting in any way then the investigation is still ongoing. That agency who has, you know, the jurisdiction over at the Sheriff's Department, the Nevada County Sheriff's Office, is going to have to look at their data that submit it and say, okay, does this fit? And if not, why? So that case will still be going. That is a great question. The buddy pillow is the best. <laughs> I know. Isn't that great back there? Buddy got his own pillow and he's laying in his bed down there. He likes it, but he, he pushes his nose behind it and pushes it off the couch, but he's, he's hysterical. Okay. Love you guys. Well, thank you where the wind blows. We appreciate you very much. We love you too. Uh, is that him on the pillow? Yes. Here, let me get it. 
flag some more questions. He's on both sides. <laughs> what a nut job. He is, he's hysterical. Uh, today, I caught him underneath the coach. He was out front, and um, he wouldn't come out from underneath. And I went underneath there, and he had wrapped himself around one of the, uh, the arms that come down to balance the, the coach. And he just looked at me like, what took you so long? So funny. So funny. All right. Why did it say no lividity or rigor because she was in the water? Actually, it did say that uh, on the autopsy report. And I, I pointed that out. She had lividity on her right side, consistent. In her, if you read the part where it says they describe her head, there's lividity consistent to the right. So that means somehow her face and or her right side was laying on that side. It's a sad the situation, this whole thing. I think we can all agree on that. What do you make of just how small her lung sizes were? Very small, more like underdeveloped and decomes two weeks in the water. I have, I, I think it's sad that, uh, you know, the doc even said that even though they were um, not consistent with, you know, fluid, you know, he's he's the doc. I I don't really have a an answer for that. To be honest with you, I would have to defer to him. Uh, thanks for your guests and your mods. Thank you, Margaret. We appreciate you always being with us. Is it normal for the feds to get in car accidents? You know that is a good question, Yo Ming girl. So, I think because this thing had so much. attention that they probably asked for their evidence response team uh, so that they could be neutral in their uh, presentation to the public. Remember, they were holding all of these press conferences collectively uh, with the FBI, with everybody being there. But when a new agency like CHP came in, they wanted to collectively, you know, keep that chain of custody going with the FBI, who was probably gathering evidence in the beginning and assisting alongside the sheriff's department. So the sheriffs had jurisdiction, they still do, Nevada County. They asked for assistance from the feds, primarily resources and evidence and maybe some investigation interviews. And then the chippies come in, California Highway Patrol, and because the car was found, they are able to take care of any of that uh, evidence discovered in the vehicle, i.e., was it pushed, was it, you know, did it drive, all of those uh, conspiracy questions. They're going to resolve those. If the victim is pregnant and the baby is ejected, is there a separate death certificate? I hope so. I've had pregnant women who've been murdered and their infant was murdered 
along with him. And I've, the DA is charged with double homicide. So there you go. Is it normal to get cremated four days after being found when still being investigated? That is a family decision. With something, with something like this, do you think they'll ever try to recreate the accident? It could help with picturing how this, yes, I think so, Nikki. I think they will. I, I believe they will. I answered that. Okay, confusing. Which LA agent is formally in charge in this case? Nevada County Sheriff's Office. They are the primary agency because that's where she was reported missing. And that's why it said investigation closed because she's been found. Now there's a supplemental investigation going on by the CHP. And if that turned into a criminal investigation, they will advise. Okay. They, will, they will reopen it if necessary. But at this point, at this point, the CHP has to weigh in and then they're gonna tie that evidence in with anything that um, the FBI found in the car, okay? And, and by the way, that how, how AWP found her will become relevant to this case. Very relevant. Because first of all, if she, if the car goes in and then the water, you know, flips the car over because of the currents and everything, and it's found upside down, which is the way they discovered it. Okay. If she was, if she was laying on her side in there, hypothetically, or sitting in there, Okay. But then the car flipped after she lost consciousness and then she settled, okay, onto the right side of her face inside that vehicle. And then the gases of the body start to expand after death, okay, then she's, you know, potentially becomes buoyant in there, okay. And now you have the positioning with inside of that car that Nick discovers her, okay. And then from that point, you now have a secondary, you have a now, another problem because now they re-flip the vehicle over, which also repositions her, but it doesn't change the lividity. And I'm going to read that sentence for you under the fifth page, if I can find it here for a second. of the autopsy report. I think it's on page five. It's just kind of kind of stuck in there. You got to look for it. Or at least you got to know what you're looking for. Page five, okay, of the autopsy report. Under head, it says, scalp tissue predominantly on the right side consistent with lividity under the effects of decomposition. So the lividity is consistent on her scalp on the right side and in this area, okay? So 
at some point she was on her side. And we, we know that because that's lividity leaves like a stain on the body. So even though she's, the vehicle's been moved and rolled over, okay, you, she still has that consistency. And when he says consistent, that means there's probably additional that we have not seen yet. Okay. Um, let's see here. Yeah, she's not pregnant in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And, and I didn't get in. I'm not going to get into that, you know, that personal stuff for this young girl. It's not necessary. I mean, we can, folks can talk about that, you know, on other channels, but I'm not going to go there. The The facts are the facts and at this point. So, and Buddy does need a nap. You see him over there by his pillow? Is that the cutest thing you've ever seen? Um, so you have to wait till uh, we we have we have to wait uh, until the CHP weighs in with their accident report, and then uh, we also have to wait to see if there's anything uh, that the FBI may have found that would come into the Nevada County Sheriff's Office. Okay, and so. That is, I think, the next step here for us. The next step for us. Okay. Um, let's see here. Any other? Oh, there's two more questions coming. Oh, sorry. What about how the car was removed? Yeah, Brian, exactly. The car was, you know, attached and pulled out, put up on that tow truck by the FBI. They handled that. And the fact that there were still items recovered on the, in there, you know, a couple of days later, you know, I have a problem with that too. If I was the case agent, I would have blown a gasket. And so no excuses for leaving some of that stuff behind it. No excuses. I mean, especially when it was visible on the AWP's video. Okay. Where she positioned in the water bot on land. Next. Let's see here. Exactly, it was right there. I agree, yo, main girl. I mean, this, you know, there are, I, I, be honest with you, I was embarrassed. You know, the fact that uh, there were some other folks that came in behind and, and collected those items. I mean, I saw this, this stuff. I watched all the videos. You know, that one wasn't rocket science. Yeah, how did they? That's a great question. It happens. And this is why I always, I always preach over here the idea of it's never the way it appears. It's totally always something different sometimes Colleen I mean this is a that's a great point how did it happen I I don't know okay so we just need to we need to give it some give it a, a little rest and um, you know 
Let's see what happens over the next couple of weeks. Uh, we've got some big stuff coming up with, uh, I, I promise you, with um, D. Warner case. Uh, we've got another big show coming up on the 30th over at Rumble. I'm going to preach this one. Uh, you guys are not going to want to miss this because there are some real heavyweights weighing in, forensic psychologists. Uh, and we're going to talk about the metasphere. And we're going to talk about deviant behavior in relationship to how that impacts women and what that looks like. Okay, so that's going to be coming up. Unfortunately, we can't do it over here. I'd love to, but I can't. We can't because I don't know what the docs are going to say, but they're in the prisons right now interviewing some folks. And I don't know if you've ever heard of Ann Burgess, but she's on the panel uh, with me. And um, of course, Doc Simon and Doc Burgeon. I mean, these guys are, they're, they're, they're well-renowned. And Coop will be there as well. Uh, and so this guy, we're putting one heck of a panel together to talk about the future uh, and what, um, you know, what that looks like with this new, you know, uh, creating these avatars and all this other new world out there. Um, and what does that mean to be a woman in the 21st century and how does that impact you and your and your families and your 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 children your granddaughters and your daughters you're not going to want to miss it you're not going to I'm serious and the only place I can do it unfortunately is over there because if they say something you know over here they'll take it down uh, over there they won't uh, and I don't agree, you know, I'm, it's not politically motivated or anything like that. It's just another platform to where people can say stuff and you don't have to worry about trolls or communal narcissists coming after you and, and, you know, kind of knocking it down. So, so anyway, can somebody drop the link uh, to my channel over there so folks can get over there and, and hit that subscribe button as well. Okay. Um, Thank you so much, everybody, for all that uh, you do for TIR, uh, for taking care of our mods and respecting them, and and just your kindness and your courtesy and and just your your general uh, love of this channel. We are so grateful. Buddy's grateful. Karen and I are grateful. D Man's grateful. We sure appreciate each and every one of you, and hopefully you have another great week ahead of you. A lot coming up next week. Uh, you know, just keep your ear to ground. Hit to that. Hit that button, uh, and then hit that bell so you get all of the um, information as it's uh, coming up. If I go live or something to that effect, or if I put a video up, so it comes into your in basket. Okay. With that, you know, rest in peace to this sweet child. Uh, let's respect what they've asked in the press conference for the family. And uh, let's wait to see what the rest of the reports say and the rest of the agencies as they weigh in. Okay, so have a good night, everybody. Let's go to Hawaii. Hard working every day. I'm stressed out. 24-7, babe. No, no timeouts. Wish we could fly away. You and I go to our favorite place, oh yeah, yeah. make special memories, together I'll be your company.
taking away, yeah, we're taking away Don't hesitate now, we're taking away, yeah, we're taking away It will never come down, we're going away, yeah, we're going away You and me Feeling the sun on my face in a while